Welcome to our bonus episode. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. <laughs> well, this is hopefully a nice surprise for you guys. We're very excited to be um, chatting to you early January, obviously pre-recorded. Um, but yeah, happy to be back and we're really excited. Our podcast will be coming back guys in early February. So stay tuned for that. But today we wanted to have a bit of a bonus episode to recap the year. And then also talk about our goals for this year, how we set them, what we've learned this year. And we also wanted to let you know that we know that a lot of us set health goals Mm. in Jan Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time they last Two days, maybe. <laughs> I feel like, you know, there's the photo at the gym on Jan 1st or Jan 2nd, it's like totally full and then by Jan 7, it's empty. Yeah. So we want to be here to help you sustain those goals. Yeah. And so we thought we'd talk through a little bit um, of the app, about the app, that our Keep It Cleaner app. Obviously, I think you guys, if you're listening, you might already know about it. Um, and a special offer that we have to try and get you to stay with your resolution and and the whole thing about Kiki is it's not about a fad diet so if you want to lose five kilos in two weeks like we are obviously not the program for you Mm. but if you want to set a goal for yourself um you know to do with your health and sustain it yeah to be a healthier version of yourself then we are here for you Totally. So we have a offering on our month-to-month subscription. So if you sign up today with us, um, you can get 30% off your first month, which is super exciting. Um, and then what's the, the good thing about our subscriptions is once you are subscribed, um, you know, if you don't like it, you can cancel it. You're not locked in. Um, if you want to change it to the quarterly or the yearly subscription, if you really want to commit, um, you can totally change that once you're signed up. You're not locked in month to month if that's how you sign up and we also have 50% off our 12 month subscription which is it's less than 32 cents a day yeah for yourself and yeah and for that you get a PT in your pocket so there's eight workouts a week a running program there's hit boxing strength Pilates and yoga and the Pilates and yoga is now in our new wellness hub which is so exciting if you go into our wellness hub on the app there is yoga meditations and Pilates there that you can do at any time there's also over 500 recipes of course delicious approved that's (laughs) that's the number one thing they're easy to make we also keep in mind that we don't want you to have to spend a lot of money to make recipes at all so they're budget friendly Uh, obviously you don't have to be a chef and a lot of them are very quick so we know that you don't have a lot of time and we want to make healthy easy there's also a run tracker a period tracker there's a challenge on there so but of course it's a challenge just to do something for you every day doesn't have to be strenuous exercise yeah totally our kind of um kick fit challenge is not about you know who loses the most weight or who changes the most in their physical appearance it's all about doing something for you every single day so you'll see in that um kick fit month you can actually your emoji can even be a rest day um or a cooking day or anything like that we just want you guys to be doing something for you each day it's not about 
doing that kind of strenuous exercise every day. The community is probably mm. the biggest and best part of our program. So once you are signed up, please come and join us in our Facebook community. It's a private Facebook community where it's a super safe space. Girls go there for all sorts of different advice, motivation, um, we literally have the most beautiful women from all over the world mm. and there's different age groups as well. We've got mums on there, we've got young teenage girls on there um, and honestly the topics that come up um, constantly day to day are so relatable um, and I even myself go there for motivation daily if I'm ever feeling like I needed a little bit of an extra push to get moving or motivation to just do something for myself I'll read stories on there that are just so inspiring from our own kit girls so it's been incredible being a part of that community Laura and I <laughs> take as much motivation and support from it as all of you girls um, and we'd love to see that keep growing so yeah do make sure you join that if you do subscribe and let us know what you, what you think of the program and mm. the workouts. The other thing I forgot to mention is that Steph and I do every single workout <laughs> with you. Mm. So we are, you know, working out alone can be hard and hard to find motivation. But the, the best thing that I love about Kik and also when you're just trying to get back into routine with exercise is you just turn it on. You get ready, Dan tells you what to do, and then you work out with Steph and I. So totally. we, we want to be there for you through every workout. Now, let's get into today's podcast. podcast. Okay. Yeah, so this one is exciting. I We haven't done a podcast, just, just you, you and me, me, for ages. So um. I'm excited about this one. I hope <laughs> no everyone's like, oh, turn it off now. Anyway, no, stay. I promise this is going to be good. <laughs> so we wanted to start, well, I'm going to ask you to start with. Okay. What was your favourite part of this year? I'm going to have to say the tour when we got to go to all the different states and see our community in person and meet them. That's probably the most rewarding part of our job when we get to do those things in person. So going on that tour with you and Dan and, and Kat and Bales, it was just, it was really fun. Um, and I felt like it was a real good bonding session as well for our kick team. Not only meeting the community was beautiful, but um, together I felt like we all became a lot closer and I don't know. It was just a really nice bonding thing that we did all year. Um, and that's probably my favorite thing we did for work. And then outside of that, I would be lying if I didn't mention that it was the wedding. That was like the happiest day of my entire life. So I will be reliving that day in my head and by watching the video over and over again for the rest of my life. <laughs> It was, it was very special. What about you? So my personal one was watching you get married. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was so beautiful. And I love that the video is so special. And mm. I feel like watching the video, you, you get to kind of relive it. And mm. even if, obviously, for anyone listening, if you weren't at Seth's wedding, which, mm. you know, if you're not Seth's family. The majority of you <laughs> oh, weren't friends. there. Yeah, of course. Um, but to watch that video is, is so special. Uh, and my, my favourite other part of the year... I've got two. Okay. So really I have three, sorry. So the first one should is be sorry. <laughs> the kick tour, of yeah. course, just meeting the girls. And I think, I mean, we talk about this a lot, but with kick, we spend so much time in the office mm -hmm. and we get to, you know, connect with the community online all the time, but connecting with them in real life and mm -hmm. kind of hearing from them about the impact that kick has had on them totally. is the most special thing ever I mean we are just the facilitators of the community I suppose but it's crazy to to hear the ch the change that you know kick can make for 
girls' confidence mm-hmm. and, and things like that. It's just that's the most special, special, special thing in the whole world. Totally. And I just, I think the whole tour, we just, was, we couldn't get the smile off our face because mm. we were so proud of every single one of you. So that was amazing. And then the other one would be having Michelle join our team. Totally. Um, which has been so incredible and we have got so many plans for next year which Mm. we can't wait to share with you all Mm. so that's been a highlight for sure I think Michelle's always been someone that I've looked up to um, in a career sense Mm -hmm. and there's lots to learn from her so it's it's amazing that she's working with us and she's on the kick team totally so what about the hardest part of the year for you Okay, so this is something actually I haven't even spoken to you about this. Well, oh I have God. a little bit, but it's um, I think the hardest thing for me this year has been, and I I feel like it's something that we both have gone through a little bit, mm. and I think we'll continue to go through it. But I have kind of almost having felt like an imposter in my life, and what? yeah, I let me explain. Okay, so <laughs> I think that. You, you think, and I, maybe it's just because of what you learn at school and things like that, that if you, the more, you know, goals you tick off or the more you are successful, the more confident you will feel mm. or the more kind of entitled to be in that position you will feel. And I think it's almost the opposite. Mm. I feel like, I, I, I don't know, it, it's crazy. I feel like I'm in this sometimes. And I think also the hardest thing is that if your confidence is a little bit lower at some point, mm. Uh, and then you're a lot more vulnerable to feedback. Mm. And when you are at that point, um, and I mean, for us, we, you know, we're, we're, it's, we're incredibly lucky to have the following that we do and, and the community that we do. And this never comes through our own personal community, but mm. kind of the outside community um, as a whole, when you get that feedback and you are feeling low in confidence as it is, totally. it's so hard to not have that in your head. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I feel like sometimes it's so funny. It, I I feel like I am quite um, like which you've helped me a lot, <laughs> being confident in who I am. But it's more being confident in my skill set and totally. my knowledge. Yeah. And I think I look around at some other people in the industry or, or other people that run their own businesses, and I'm like, whoa, they know so much more than me. They, you know, they have so many more skills. They have so much more knowledge. How? Why am I here? And then I, it's almost like, you know, I'll be on a panel and I just wait. It's like I, I would not, and it's, this is so funny, but I would not be surprised if someone put their hand up and they were like, what are you What are you doing here? Like you you don't have the same Lordy. skills. As, no, I think, but I think it's something that so many of us feel. Totally. And it's like I'm, I'm literally waiting for someone, this is another silly thing, for to knock on my, and I think this is what imposter syndrome is, but to knock on my shoulder and say, okay, you have to wake up from the dream now and go back to a normal job. Mm. And it's, I don't know, it's, I think for me, it's been just checking in with myself and realizing that it's okay. And I've kind of read so much about it and watched heaps of stuff on it. And the craziest thing is the, some of the most successful people in the world feel it Mm. and it has never gone away for them. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's normal and maybe we just have to, I don't know, have you ever felt that, get used to it? It's... It's crazy. It's such a funny feeling and I, I don't like it. But then at the same time, I feel like I'm going to have to get used to it because I don't think it's going to go away. <laughs> you never know. You can always train your brain differently, but you never know. You'll, you'll just find ways on how to deal with mm. it. Totally. Um, so maybe that can be a goal this year for you. And I think also something maybe, yeah, that's, that is definitely one of my goals this year, but 
I think I have found comfort in knowing that so many people and especially people that I look up to mm. um, feel this way as well. Totally. Um, I watched a TED talk by, um, you know, at Laddison, it's the two Australian guys and one of their founders did a TED talk on imposter syndrome. Mm. And I highly recommend anyone that feels this going and listening to it. We can only do our best and Absolutely. you would never expect anyone else to do more than their best. Cause that's this ridiculous amount of pressure to put on someone. But sometimes we expect that of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it that way, it, it kind of makes it easier to be like, okay, I need to calm down in my mind (laughs) and I think I think what you're feeling has come from the fact that when we started keep a cleaner it was a total just fun project Mm. on the side a little passion project neither of us thought it was going to turn into this kind of like empire that we were at the top of running and it feels very odd for me to even say that but it's grown it hasn't been too quickly like we've been having it's Mm. been five years definitely not overnight no it's been going for five years but The last couple of years particularly, um, a lot has happened for the both of us and a lot that we both would have never even dreamed of, Mm. let alone like thought maybe could be possible. Um, So I can see where you would get that feeling because I often get, it's probably not the same thing, but I often feel um, like things have happened or like we've had these opportunities um, and we've been fortunate to get those opportunities, but then we've obviously taken them and then done all the hard work on them to get mm. to get to the end of them but um I feel sometimes that it's it's probably the same thing that you were saying earlier that maybe like why is it us <laughs> or like mm. why is it us that's doing this and do, are, are we good enough to do that for sure that that definitely I feel like that's going to come into anyone anyone's mind in any business and let alone if they're running it or if they're just working in a certain position for someone like I think that's a total normal thing to feel I think we always put ourselves down and think we're not good enough for something. Um, and as you said, it's just about doing what you can and um, doing your best, but then also n- not putting too much pressure on yourself. So I hope that you get through this feeling because honestly... Maybe it'll be... I mean, it's around for this Atlantic <laughs> guy forever, so maybe it will... <laughs> but he, he's obviously learned a way to semi-manage it. Mm. And I know you will too because honestly... Being your business partner, um, obviously seeing the way you work every single day, um, you have every single right to be in the position that you are and you are so worthy and so um, absolutely deserving of where you've where you've been and how far you've come and what is in store for you, I'm sure, is still so incredible. So I really don't think you're an imposter. <laughs> you're amazing. Oh, thank you, Steph. Um, you don't need to say that. I didn't say that so you could say that, no, but I, I, I do know really you didn't. appreciate it. I know you didn't, but it's. Um, I know sometimes you need other people to say it because we often don't say it enough to ourselves. Sometimes mm. you need other people to remind you, um, and which you do a lot for me and you help me a lot because some of the hardest things I think this year for me managing my stress has been um possibly the high mm. <laughs> like crying oh. <laughs> I want to give you a hug but I'm too far in the podcast anyway. um oh my god <laughs> sorry um just this year I think there was a few different points that I put way too much stress on myself mm. um from different areas, like um, definitely tapping into that area of not feeling good enough, um, but then also feeling like um, 
I don't know, comparing myself, which is so funny because it's a message that we say, you know, daily to our community to not do. Mm. It's like not compare yourself to others. And I think one thing I kept forgetting was that it's not just about not comparing, your, you know, your physical appearance to someone else. It's like everything. everything. Mm. Because I've stopped comparing myself physically to others and that's not something that bothers me anymore. But there's times where I'm feeling really, I don't know, I suppose insecure in in work or in work-life balance and I compare myself to how someone else is managing with it. And so really I'm falling into that trap still. Mm. Um, so that's something I definitely struggled with this year I think because it was our busiest year ever um with work um even outside of kick just having so much on um and I think it's I think the reason why it's making me emotional (laughs) is because I haven't learned how to properly manage it which is meaning that sometimes um in you know my private life or whatever I can't manage my Um, stress levels and therefore I might take it out on someone like Josh or even you or my mom or like the people that I love the most in the world sometimes um, I I get super snappy and it's only because I just get in this rut of feeling so overwhelmed Um, so yeah that's something I want to work on (laughs) but um there was yeah quite a few times this year that I fell into that rut and there were so many times that I picked myself back out mm-hmm. of it and then I was fine for months and I was felt on top of the world and I was working really hard and I felt like I was on top of it all and could manage it all um but I think you've just got to remember that um you can't just chuck a band-aid on it and mm. forget about it like we really need to figure out better ways to manage these things because they are going to come back up and there's going to be busier times again so yeah that's probably something that I struggled with the most. The hardest part of this year was how busy we were, Um, which is funny because it's also one of my positives of this Mm. year. You know, like this last year was one of the most exciting years of my life, Um, personal and work-wise. We got so much done. We ticked off so many things that we've wanted to do as a business um, and even things that we never even thought we'd do. So super exciting and I I definitely don't want to seem – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm like grateful, I'm, but exactly. you don't need, but I, I, I know I'm that's the ungrateful. word you're looking for, but that's <laughs> totally. not how I think that you are. I don't want to seem ungrateful because I totally am. And I, but it's just obviously what comes with um, running a business and a business going really well is, is a lot of hard work and um, a lot of things going on. And, and it doesn't always go well. I it think doesn't that's always really go well. important as well. I think Absolutely. When you're working so hard on, on something and, and as something that, you know, we're both open to feedback and criticism mm. at all times. Yep. But sometimes it's, again, it's when you're the most vulnerable and you get it that you crack because you're, you know, you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you're tired and, you know, sometimes I feel like this year and I think we've learned a little bit as well to say no more and yeah. that it's okay to say no Yeah. because otherwise you're just, it's like you're just, your life is just running a marathon and you never stop <laughs> and you have to stop and, and enjoy it. And I think another thing that I, I know, I think you probably felt as well, but one of the hardest things that I don't think many people talk about is that you can't have everything in balance. No, you really can't. At once. And Something always has to be off. Absolutely. And, you know, you can't have, like, I find that if you're if work is really busy, 
it means that something else is going to slip. Mm. So, you know, we might not spend as much time with our friends as we, was, we would like to mm. or, or our partner or, or whatever exercise. it might be. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think, and I think that's just being okay with that mm. is something that we both probably need to. You found meditation and yoga. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, this is why I'm so pumped about this wellness hub that we've mm. got on the app now because it's something that I've wanted to include on there for so long because I'm like many of you out there because I've, we did get this feedback, but I love the yoga and Pilates days and I love the meditation and they just weren't happening enough mm. in the planner and I was so excited to get that extra content out there because I have found that um, doing things like that and starting off my day softer um, – and I think the important thing to, for me to kind of make clear with that is a lot of people always ask me about my fitness routine and all that sort of stuff. And I've got to say, there is no routine for me. Like it's literally different every week mm. because every week is different for me in, in work and in personal life. Um, but something because our focus is no longer on our physical appearance or looking a certain way, I think the nice thing for me is that that, that means that not every workout needs to be about, you know, losing weight or sweating as much as I can or like burning as much as I can it's just something that I've learned that is something that I like to do for myself so nowadays I probably only do you know maybe two to three strenuous workouts a week and then the other workouts will be a walk with Ari to the park or a yoga session in the morning um and I've found that doing that for me for my mind has really helped me um because yeah, I don't know. It doesn't tap into that old mindset that I used to have when I do that. So, yeah, I have found having that softer side and, and focusing more on, my, I suppose, my mental health has helped me through a lot of those times where I felt like I was being really overwhelmed mm. with everything. Yeah. And baths. <laughs> and baths. <laughs> I, it's funny because my mum used to take – well, my mum still takes – takes baths every week and growing up um, Does she? I love that. yeah and I'm, I'm growing up I was like who could be bothered <laughs> and it's funny because now when I have so much oh, I've been having baths like three times a week and I totally understand why it's so soothing and I don't know maybe I'm turning into mum but um yeah it's like maybe as a kid I didn't understand because I didn't have any <laughs> stresses or worries or feel like I needed alone time but nowadays it's something that I crave and uh, something that we were going to talk about next I'm going to ask you is something that you've learned about yourself this year and other than everything we've just spoken about mine is that I need alone time Mm -hmm. like it's something that I crave I'm definitely a social person I love surrounding myself with friends or inspiring people um, but I really crave alone time Uh, I really obviously love being with Josh and, and my best friends but being alone and being in my own thoughts, whether that's a walk or a bath and and just having a moment of kind of silence um, is something that I've found that I really, really need to fit into my weekly routine because it, it's, it's like what keeps me sane. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard to explain. I think for us daily, we put so much energy into other people and, and which I love. I love bringing other people up and helping people or talking to people and and that's like, you know, within work or within our community. So I think when I go home, um, obviously I want time with Josh and I want time with Ari and all that sort of stuff. But I also need time for myself to just kind of wind down and not be talking mm. about anything. <laughs> I don't know. That's something no, I've learned about important. myself. I think I remember maybe three years ago, mm. you was 
with people 24-7. And I was like, I don't know how she does it. I need to have at least three nights by myself or I'm going crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think for me it's been to not put pressure, so much pressure on myself and yeah. just to, to check in with it and and to to know that I think you – Something that I've always struggled with is like, and I think it's because of social media, you almost want to be fearless mm. and it's kind of like you see these women that are fearless online. Or that you and think are fearless. Exactly right. And I hope that no one listening thinks that we are fearless mm. or that I am fearless because I'm not. Mm. Um, and it's checking in with that, um, but managing that as well. And I suppose just being more self-aware about those things mm. and not losing yourself in the fear I think it's something that happens I know that with me like for the past few months I don't know if anyone would have noticed but I go through stages where I just don't really share much on social media mm. and I love sharing the real stuff because that makes me happy and I know it, I hope that it helps other people but sometimes you get to a point where you're in so much fear of almost breathing because mm. you might say the wrong thing or you might offend someone or yeah. you you know I don't know how other people might feel so I don't want to hurt them that you kind of lose where your purpose was in the first place totally so it's for me it's really kind of realizing that and and knowing that you know you, you don't have to um, please everyone yeah totally mm. and you can't it's mm -hmm. impossible mm -hmm. and that's okay yeah so and I think my, yeah I think a lot of people would be feeling that the same feeling that you've got there because I think it's I think it's awesome that social media has opened up uh, an area where people can share opinions and feedback but I feel like some people don't see a line of what constructive criticism is or feedback or um, a certain comment is and then there's a certain line where I feel like your opinion you can have whatever opinion you want obviously everyone has the right to their mm. own opinion but it doesn't always need to be shared mm. and I think that's something that for me personally I grew up that was something that my parents drilled into my brain um, you obviously have the right to think whatever you want but it doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be shared because there's always someone who is going to be affected by what you say. Um, so I've never understood that. I've never understood why people take that road. Um, and I think that has, is definitely what makes people like us who have a big audience, um, who, as you said, feel like we have a purpose and that we have something that we want to share, question what we want to share because people's opinions have been so loud and proud lately mm. um so i think that's yeah i can see why you're feeling that and what have been your three biggest learnings <laughs> um i don't know i really i feel like i've shared my personal ones um i think outside of personal life some of my biggest learnings is that you can't be good at everything <laughs> Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I feel like every year I need to remind myself of. Um, there's certain strengths that we all have, but we also have weaknesses. Um, and I think one biggest learning for myself is that everyone feels that and everyone mm -hmm. struggles with that. I think I was, I, I always feel alone in thinking that um, I focus too much on my struggles and um, I don't really reward myself enough for what I'm good at. Mm. And I thought I was alone in that, but I think really that's something everyone struggles with. I mean, that's it. That's why you have a team at work. Totally. What's the point of having different jobs? I mean, imagine <laughs> if like our everyone the accountant was really good at creative, Graphics. then they wouldn't be. You know, mm. that's. I think it's important to remember that that's why everyone has different 
totally. roles in every business because that's their skill set. Mm. And it, I don't know how business would operate if everyone was good at everything. Totally. It would totally. be a disaster. Um, I think another one is <laughs> – I agreed. I think another one is um, like learning how to manage a team a little bit better. Like I've got a long way to go mm. but I feel like every single day we're both learning um, and getting better and better at it, whether it's having awkward conversations or, um, yeah, just hearing people out and um, I suppose – letting go you know we've hired them for a reason we don't need to (laughs) control every corner of the business anymore and that's how you grow and exactly so I I know there's definitely still a long way to go but I've learned a lot in that kind of area I suppose in what we do um I can't think of a third one for now so I'm gonna throw it over to you (laughs) (laughs) and just just on your last one I think that's something that um Michelle's always speaks of and it's that when she came from Bumble and, and something that they always said at Bumble is that there's no way the company would have grown mm. if the founders didn't let go and totally. trust other people. And mm. obviously it doesn't mean that they're not working on it. They no. still are. Yep. But they're trusting others with the growth and that's really important. Mine would be the first one is how much more that I have to learn mm. and I'm kind of more at peace with it than I was I kind of used to think you know maybe it comes back to the kind of imposter syndrome kind of thing but that you have to know everything yeah and you're not good enough if you don't but I think as we grow older we have to learn and to go into every situation we have so much to learn as we grow older obviously Mm. and there's so many older people wiser people that we can (laughs) learn from um and to go into every situation with that mindset not that I know more than any person I'm in the situation with but that we can learn from them I think it's nice I feel kind of at peace with that um and also a big one I think you will be this might be your third one I feel um (laughs) that you can't stand for everything yeah and it is okay yeah um, and I think that if you do try to do that, it kind of goes back to what I was saying before, but you lose yourself mm-hmm. because then you get to a point where you, you don't even know what to do because mm-hmm. y- you've kind of forgotten why you first started something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that I've learned that it's okay to, or, or obviously to always do the right thing, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be everything for everyone. Oh, my God, absolutely. And it kind of ties back into... Imagine if you did. Just, sorry, <laughs> if you have 1.5 million followers. Like, imagine if you tried to be everything for 1.5 million people. Yeah, no, it's impossible. But that's why that's why things like presidents or prime ministers, there is totally. always people who don't yeah. agree with that person being there, but then there's always people who think they're the right person for the position. So you can't please everyone. I know I've brought it up before, but there's even been times that I've promoted for a charity and I've gotten mm. slack that it wasn't the right one Mm. (laughs) like as ridiculous as that sounds people have their opinions and it goes back to what we were saying before sometimes I feel like it doesn't need to be shared Mm. and I think people need to understand um that we can't stand for everything and you also don't know that we're not standing for those things we might we might not just be sharing it Mm. you know like to be someone that constantly promotes things for the environment, every charity under the sun, um, you know, certain diets like veganism or whatever because of the environment, um, certain politics, all this, to do every single one of those things would be so exhausting and to feel like you have to constantly stand for those things. Once you've put it out there to the public, I feel, um, you can't really go back from that. People mm-hmm. don't let you go back from that. So that's why we have to be really careful on what we share that we stand. And I think it's important, as you said, that you don't feel like you have to stand mm-hmm. for everything. As you said, go back to your core values and find what you think really suits what you actually truly 
care about mm. deeply. So and then I suppose fine. if you try to do everything, then it takes away from mm. the things that you really care about. Absolutely. So it's important to, to realize what they are. And I think my last one would be to, and it's something that we always say again, and as you said before, we don't always listen to what we speak. <laughs> we, 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 you know, we, we try what we preach. And, yeah, we don't always. <laughs> um, and that would be to trust um, my gut. Mm. I think there's been a few moments this year and it doesn't mean that we're not open to learning from others because that's, I think it's separate, but there's been a few things this year where we just had this gut feeling and we doubted ourselves Mm. and we didn't go with it and then things happened and we just have wished that we had have listened to to what we thought in the first place. So to kind of not doubt that feeling Mm. and have more confidence in it, I think. Mm, Yeah, your gut is... It, everyone says it. Trust your gut. It, it's true. Trust your gut. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I was gonna say a third one, but you've pretty much um, summarized. I feel like we're both on the same page with a lot of this mm. stuff. Um, what about looking into the future? Yes. Twenty twenty. Yes. What are your goals for this year? Ah, my goals for this year. So one would be is more of a athletic, like a physical type mm. kind of not physical, but um, something to work towards would be to be doing the marathon. Yeah. So I'm going to use our run program for that. I Mm -hmm. think if you are any kind of goal um, you have in an, like if you want to lift a certain amount of weight or whatever it might be, it's important to set small goals to get there and kind of have things in planning to Mm. do it. I think that last year the problem has been, I was like, I'm going to run a marathon and then just not done anything about Mm. it so I'm gonna put my training in and work towards it so that's probably one of my biggest goals and I think in that I will find that very rewarding not only in a kind of the fact that I've done it but just mentally as well totally Um, it is cool I feel like if you reach your goals it's okay to set goals like that I think as Mm. well it's important to remember that they don't I feel like celebrate along the way yeah totally but also I feel like if you once I know once I do that marathon or any run, you prove something to yourself. Mm. And that feeling of proving something to yourself and knowing that you're worthy, knowing that you were good enough to do it, knowing that you could do it, you can kind of transfer that to other areas of your life. So that's a big one for me. And then the other one would just be to, I suppose, uh, try to put less pressure on myself and Mm. just check in with myself more. And that's important. Mm. What about you? Um, definitely find out a way to manage my stress. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about possibly talking to someone about it, um, finding different routes, I suppose, of how other people manage it better. Mm. Um, cause I, I know that what I'm doing right now isn't enough. It's enough when things are going all right, but Mm. it's not enough when things, when things go bad (laughs) or things are hectic. So I definitely want to find ways to manage my stress better. Um, and then physical stuff would be, I know I've said this in the last podcast, but doing a headstand, yes. <laughs> I want to get better at yoga. So this year I definitely want to include yoga a lot more in my weekly routine, um, and get better and stronger at certain yo- yoga pose- poses. And one of them is a headstand. Um, and I have, I have done one before, but I haven't done one on my forearms, which requires a lot more balance <laughs> than when I use my hands. Um, and also I want to do a chin-up just because I feel like that would make me feel like superwoman if I could do a yes. chin-up because I feel like it's the one exercise that I battle with. Like mm. it's it's 
impossible, but it's it's not impossible. I think it's impossible in fitness. Like we can definitely do it, but I just need to um, remind myself that that is my goal. And so every time I'm doing a strength session, maybe just do a resistance band chin up until the day that I don't need one. That's, Love that. <laughs> that's my goal. Uh, and do you have any tips for people setting goals? Totally. I, as you said before, um, I think one of the biggest thing is you can have a big goal like running a marathon or, or doing a, a massive thing. But I think it's really important um, because as you said, when you have that goal, sometimes you kind of just forget about the path there. And then the marathon that you wanted to do passes and you're like, oh, I didn't do what I needed to do mm. to get there. So you need to set those smaller goals um, that you know are going to get you there. Um, well, I suppose things like a, a marathon, especially if you're someone like me, for example, if that was my goal, first Maybe of all, it will be no, absolutely day. not. First of all, <laughs> never say never. My goal would be to start off with a shorter run, of course, build finish up. that, and then 10k, and then 12k, and then and build up. And they would be little goals, and they have to be celebrated along the way. You know, it, get those firsts done because um, usually a big goal isn't. Um, it isn't so realistic. close to what you've already mm. done. It feels unrealistic. So you need to set those realistic ones first. Um, yeah. And that's something I think that's a tip, but it's also something that we probably need to listen to more as well. Mm-hmm. And not only in like goals we set, but just celebrating the little wins that happen in life. I feel like you need to get in the moment more and mm. appreciate how far you're going and how far you've come. We need to do that more. I love that. (laughs) And I I totally agree with my biggest tip for goal setting is to set realistic goals. I think if you on the 1st of January, if you're used to, you know, and it's totally fine if you are, Mm. you you don't have a very healthy diet, like you eat a lot of junk food all the time or fast food or whatever it might be, and you've never exercised, do not set a goal for yourself to eat chicken and broccoli and exercise for an hour a day, because there's no way Mm. you're going to be at it. Your body's going to be like, (laughs) what? Yeah, you're going to hate it. It's, it's, um, it might not work in with your lifestyle Mm. and that's okay. Mm. Make small changes. So small goals, it might be just to add some extra veggies to your diet each day. And then it might be to go for a walk and then maybe a run Mm -hmm. and then maybe a longer run like it's just small little things that you can sustain I think every goal you set like make this year a year where you set goals that you can actually keep Mm. you know set small things Mm. and really hold yourself accountable to get ticking them off and I don't know it's it's really fulfilling when you can stick to something so make sure you set yourself up for success and not something that's unrealistic and I think physically ticking it off is something yeah also that feels really good so whether you keep it in your notes on your phone or you have a notebook that you keep or you want to put it on a poster in your bedroom somewhere where you're going to it's going to be easily accessible write your goals down even the little ones and tick them off so that you make sure that you are celebrating those wins and that you are keeping track of your progress I think that's really important as well um I think I've made that many New Year's resolutions where it gets to December and I'm like oh yeah I forgot that that was something yeah, I wanted I to do I, I don't even know what mine were last year because I didn't write them down mm. Well, mine, so was, mine was doing yoga more. So I oh, feel like you've done that. I've done that, but now I just want to do it even more. <laughs> I feel like maybe 2021 is like doing my teacher's course or something. Oh, you <laughs> we'll should. See. That's awesome. But, um, but yeah, anyway. And to finish off, what mm-hmm. is what are you looking forward to for next year? So I want to continue on your point of Michelle joining our team. Mm. I'm so excited for next year. She's already made a massive impact. Yeah. Um, 
just even just being at work now, I don't know, it feels different. It feels like everyone is super motivated um, and it's a really nice space and it's been really awesome to have her there and the, the things that she's picked up already um, and the plans that she's made already are really exciting. Mm. We're going to do a bit of travel next year, so I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to meet our community outside of Australia. I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That that's and I'm I think what I'm excited about and what I love about what we do and this is something that I feel like we're really fortunate with is that there is a lot of spontaneity I suppose and random opportunities that we do get so I think what I'm excited for next year is those things that I know I don't know about yet you yeah. know like I feel like there's definitely going to be things like there was this year and the year before that we were not expecting but turned out to be the greatest thing ever so. Mm. I'm excited for those. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, that's true. Me too. I'm just excited to, especially to be able to go overseas and mm. kind of help as many women as we can. Totally. Be confident in who they are and also to get married. Yeah. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> so next year it's happening this year. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I think that's everything. Yeah. So remember, guys, if you want to join us and our beautiful community, you can always find us. You can head to our website, www.keepercleaner.com.au. Um, you can find us on Instagram at keepercleaner. Um, we're honestly just – we want to just keep growing and reaching more and more of you and the, the more that we see you go, you guys in the community and um, sharing your own stories on, on how, you know, it, it's helping you or how it's helping you love exercise and, and not feel like it's a punishment or, you know, people who have done other programs or gone to the gym before and, and never found it fun and they're finding this program so motivational is – the coolest thing ever mm. it's the most rewarding part about what we do so we can't wait to meet and get to know more of you this year yeah. <laughs> so an offer we would love to let you guys know about is our 12 month subscription plan it's 50 percent off so it's literally what is it laws a day less than 32 cents so if yeah. you feel like you need to kind of set um if you have a health and fitness goal i suppose of this year and and you want to really set it strong sign up for a year and commit to yourself in this new year with us commit to the program um you will have us for the whole entire year you will be a part of our community and you can have new workouts every single week hundreds of recipes that are updated all the time mm. it's honestly probably the best way that you can commit to that goal of yours is by committing to a whole year with us and it's definitely the the probably the best uh, what's the word value I'm for? value yeah, it's really <laughs> it's good possibly. value and also if you do sign up for the 12 month um subscription of for 50 percent off you get the free trial for seven days so mm. we would never ever ever want anyone to be on the program if they didn't want to be so try it out see if you like it and then if you do join us Yay.